to the Concerto Podcast Series. Welcome to the Concerto Podcast and the second in the series of Inside Concerto. Today I'm joined by Stephen Foote, who is one of the founders and fellow partner. Stephen specializes in delivering complex change programs in both public and private sectors. He pioneered the use of flexible workspace in the UK government, integrating technology, property, and corporate strategy to deliver radical business transformation. At Concerto, he has led major programs, both as client-side program director and as our lead partner in financial services, industry, and the public sector. This includes projects like the setup of the UK Supreme Court. Stephen puts people at the heart of all change programs and focuses on the needs of a wide range of stakeholders. Through this approach, he's able to ensure that individual needs are met and that projects are championed by all senior people. Prior to setting up Concerto, Stephen was a director with PwC and before that with KPMG, where he specialized in IT, finance and shared services. So um, welcome, Stephen, to the podcast. Thank you, Justin, and good to be with you. So what I wanted to ask you, first of all, Stephen, was as a founder of Concerto, is what do you consider to be at the heart of Concerto? That's a very good question, Justin. Um, And I'm going to answer it in two parts. Um, Firstly, um, why we set Concerto up. And then secondly, I want to describe some of the things that we did in the early days of um, of, of concerto, and I believe that that will illustrate very clearly um, what we believe remains at the heart of the um, of, of the business. If I start at the beginning, um, myself and um, Matthew, my fellow founder, had a career in the in, in the big four. Um, learned a huge amount as we went through that, but as we progressed, found there were more and more restrictions over what we could do because the very business model needed feeding, and it was very strongly numbers based not um, not not orientated around around people and there were then less and less opportunities for us to really roll our sleeves up, get stuck in, and actually deliver major change projects and programs, which is what we why, why we went into consultancy in, in in the first place. The opportunities for us to be able to step in and to grab client risks and to embrace them and to manage them out for the betterment of, of, of the client were coming increasingly more and more, more difficult. And I guess we wanted the freedom to go off and, um, and, and do things our, ourselves. And we set Concerto up. And in those early days, we were using levers such as property, technology, and finance to make really, really long-lasting change, and in particular in terms of the way people, um, people worked. Um, from these beginnings, um, they had some really, really dramatic um, cases um, with, with, with the first one where we had a, a financial payback um, within six to, six to nine months of the, of the investment going in. And the standards that we we put in place then became enshrined in in government methodology about flexible working. A subsequent one that we did with another one of the major government departments shrank their building portfolio down from 27 in central London down to, to four. And this was all about us going in there as program leads, program directors and so on, joining up the different parts of the organization helping them to collaborate with each other and then coming up with some pretty amazing outcomes. 
The Supreme Court was an absolute highlight for, for me personally. Um, the biggest change in the legal profession in the last 130 odd years or so. And one of those rare opportunities that a consultant actually gets to take a policy written on the back of a, of a, of a, of a large fag packet through to a program and then to, to deliver it. So I guess in terms of your, your question, what's at the heart of, um, of, of Concerto, I would, say, I would say four things. A real personal passion to, to make change and make lasting change. Hands-on delivery and resolution of major clients' issues. Um, the fact that I want to do this particular project, and that remains one of the ethoses of whenever an opportunity comes into us, we look around and say, who wants to do it? And if we can't get people saying, I want to lead this, then we don't bother. And finally, the ability to work with some truly excellent people, both from the concerto side and within the client side, to then make a real difference on a long-lasting, enduring basis to their business. And looking back over that, Stephen, um, where do you think the relevance of that is today? I think you only have to look around now to see the, the scale of the challenges that we face um, as, 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 as a peoples of this, of, of, of this planet as we come out of um, the back of... Um, of, of COVID and hopefully these, these vaccines will, will have a long-lasting impact. Um, the huge challenges um, of, the, um, of, of the environment and the challenges around social value, social equality that have been so much laid bare by the way that the pandemic has, um, has, has, has stretched us um, and these are really big. These are really big questions. These are really big questions for um, for for business, for the societies and communities that the businesses serve. Um, and we have to get this right, and we have to get it get it get it right now. The very question about what is work has never been more starkly laid open than it is than it is now. And so it is. It's that flexible working that we were talking about fifteen, sixteen years ago absolutely on steroids and the price that we pay if for getting it wrong will be enormous so this is actually about us then taking those dots joining them together and making the whole thing real in environmental terms we've all seen david attenborough's um, 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 environmental programs and so on and so forth I had the fortune a couple of years ago to actually be able to sail around, sail across the Pacific Ocean and through many of these islands that simply won't be there if the, um, if the, if the sea temperatures rise and the ice caps start, start to melt. And the challenge, I think, for us now is to take those external issues and tend to internalise them into into things that our businesses need as, as well. So it's about translating those, the United Nations sustainability goals into a tangible, sustainable and enduring action plan. And that, to me, is really exciting. And it builds on why we set Concerto up and what we want to do. Many thanks, Stephen. But uh, I think um, where this comes back down to really is... Uh, 
that at the heart of this is our planet. Um, so perhaps can I ask you just to summarise um, some of those points you've made? So to summarise, I believe that now is the time when the business community must, with a matter of utmost urgency, address the three pillars of social value. We've got to address the inequalities in, in, our, in our communities and increase connectivity. We've got to do something about our environment and our strive towards net zero. And we've got to do something about balancing the economies, increasing SMEs, entrepreneurs, and helping minority disadvantaged groups. The good news comes in, in, in two parts. Firstly, the goals and objectives around these, ver- these three different pillars are becoming clearer. So the targets are getting rather, rather simpler to realize. Secondly, businesses are doing many of these different things, and it may well be that they're doing them without necessarily actually realizing them. What's not happening is the dots are not being joined together into a coherent package of, of activities. And without that, our fear is that the change that we're seeing happening now and at last being forced upon us by COVID will not be enduring. That's actually, go right the way back to the beginning, that's why we set Concerto up and why we're really excited about the opportunities out there to help businesses large and small realise their, their ambitions in this space. Thank you very much indeed, Stephen, for um, spending the time today chatting to me about uh, Inside Concerta from your point of view. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure and I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Justin. Many thanks for listening to the Concerto podcast. Please keep an eye out for further podcasts. And if you want to get in touch with us, please do so through our website at concerto.uk.com. Many thanks.